Hello and welcome. I am Pastor Vincent Grissom, and this is Applying God's Word, a teaching ministry from the Word of God. This is study number 89, titled God's Design for Marriage, Part 2. In our last study, we learned from Ephesians chapter 5 that the central command for husbands is to love his wife as Christ loved the church. Today, we will see that the central command for wives is to respect and submit to their husbands as to the Lord. So let's continue now with some marriage instructions from Ephesians chapter 5, verse 22 through 24. Wives, submit to your husbands as to the Lord, for the husband is the head of the wife, as Christ is the head of the church, his body of which he is the Savior. Now as the church submits to Christ, so also wives submit to their husbands in everything. Verse 31 through 33. For this reason a man will leave his father and mother and be united to his wife, and the two will become one flesh. This is a profound mystery, but I am talking about Christ and the church. However, each one of you also must love his wife as he loves himself, and the wife must respect her husband. These two commands for husband and wife complement each other. Men and women are different, and these differences are by God's design. Now, God's word is countercultural in the world we live in in these last days. I believe the central challenge for us in our time centers on the authority of God's word, raising the big question, will we obey God's word over the practices of our culture? I ask this because the biblical teaching on the roles of husband and wife go against how our culture has redefined marriage. A growing number of church leaders have reinterpreted the Bible to align with the mores of our culture, and some stop teaching the biblical roles of leadership and submission in marriage altogether. But let's remember, our marriages are a picture of Christ and his church. The husband in the picture of Christ and the wife in the picture of the church. In this picture, there is no misunderstanding as to who leads and who follows. Both husband and wife together, as one flesh, follow Christ as his church, often called the bride of Christ, and both are subject to the commands of Jesus. The husband is to lead and is to love his wife sacrificially, as Christ did, and the wife is to respect and submit to her husband voluntarily, as to the Lord, as the church does. These two commands clearly complement each other and in the one flesh joining by God present a beauty in God's design for the home. So what exactly does it mean for wives to submit in marriage? Well, in a nutshell, it's about the wife yielding to her husband's leadership while humbly sharing her opinion with him. It means not trying to invalidate him. It means trusting his decision as the leader while feeling empowered to give her own point of view. But notice the scripture doesn't say, Wives, submit to your husband if you think he is capable. It doesn't say, Wives, submit to your husband if he's gifted and talented. There are no qualifications given other than he should love his wife sacrificially. 
It has nothing to do with one being superior or inferior to the other. In God's eyes, man and woman are co-equals as persons. So the reason for this is a functional difference in roles. If a police car pulls up behind your car and tells you to pull over, you would comply because we understand he has been given a role and authority by the state and we submit to that authority. God himself invests authority in the husband and just as the state expects the police officer to follow certain standards of conduct, God also expects the husband to follow certain standards of conduct. Because scripture tells the wife to submit to her husband in all things, the question that often comes up is, well, what if he wants me to commit a sin? Well, in such a sad situation as that, scripture gives instruction. Let's have a look at a few passages, starting with Acts chapter 4, verse 19. But Peter and John replied, Judge for yourselves whether it is right in God's sight to listen to you rather than God. Acts 5, verse 29. Peter and the other apostles replied, We must obey God rather than human beings. In Exodus chapter 1, we read that the king of Egypt told the midwives to sin by killing the baby boys born to the Hebrew women, but to let the baby girls live. Here is the midwives' response. Exodus chapter 1, verse 17. The midwives, however, feared God and did not do as the king of Egypt had instructed. They let the boys live. What we learn here is the wife is to honor the Lord in what he clearly says and means over a husband who has not yet come to the Lord and therefore has little to no regard for sin. This is why we are warned against marrying one who is an unbeliever in Christ. 2 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 14. Do not be bound together with unbelievers, for what partnership have righteousness and lawlessness, or what fellowship has light with darkness? Now if both of you are believers and the sin question remains, then seek biblical clarification from an elder or pastor of the church. Ladies, if you have a difficult time accepting the idea of biblical submission, then what influences you regarding the family and roles of husband and wife? Ask yourself, what does God say about how the home should function and the role of the wife? The Bible is clear in its commands and intentions. Let's look at a couple more instructions. Titus chapter 2 verses 3 to 5. Likewise, teach the older women to be reverent in the way they live, not to be slanderers or addicted to much wine, but to teach what is good. Then they can train the younger women to love their husbands and children, to be self-controlled and pure, to be busy at home, to be kind and to be subject to their husbands, so that no one will malign the word of God. Colossians chapter 3, verse 18. Wives, submit to your husbands, as is fitting in the Lord. 1 Peter chapter 3, verse 1 and 2. Wives, in the same way, be submissive to your husbands, 
so that if any of them do not believe the word, they may be won over without words by the behavior of their wives when they see the purity and reverence of your lives. If you are willing to examine the scriptures through prayer with an open heart, I believe you will discover that there is a beauty in God's design for marriage and the home. I want to close today with a couple of passages from Proverbs. Proverbs chapter 31, verses 27 through 30. Verse 27. She watches over the affairs of her household and does not eat the bread of idleness. Her children arise and call her blessed, her husband also, and praises her. Many women do noble things, but you surpass them all. Charm is deceptive and beauty fleeting, but a woman who fears the Lord is to be praised. Proverbs 18.22 tells us, He who finds a wife finds what is good and receives favor from the Lord. So like men in the Lord, women in the Lord also need to seek the blessing of continuous fellowship of truly godly women for fellowship and accountability before God. Our Christian lives and marriages are a beautiful journey led by Jesus Christ, but we must do things His way and not lean on our own way or by what has been made popular by the world around us. It's not easy all the time for husbands or wives, but our faith in God and His design for marriage is an honor and blessing, because in it, by the glory of God, we show the world the love of God for His church through us.